0: Welcome back to the Joey P. Project, the place where science and myth collide. So, as I continue this adventure into the human condition, don't forget to follow along with me on this journey by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes, Stitcher, Internet Radio, or Google Play Music. This way, you get all the latest episodes when they're released. They even might give give you a little notification, too. Awesome. Way to keep up. Um, for latest updates and just for general horseplay, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at JPP Project. And there's the Facebook page, of course, uh, Joey P. Project. Just, you know, like it, follow it. Um, i kind of been slacking on that one, but I'm going to pick it up now that the the summer's over and the fall's here. Well, the fall's approaching. All right, where'd we leave off? Uh took a little bit of a s- end of summer break, you know end of August into the beginning of September, you kind of, you know, cool the jets, get ready for for the year coming up. I know most people think like the new year starts in January, but like TV shows and other stuff, even for this, you know, we a lot of it gets going in the fall. So here we are, ready to rock and roll, back on the Arrogance of Man series. Now when we last spoke, we were talking about climate change, the scary version, what if nature is actually causing it which I think it is. And I mean, it's kind of funny that I did that that show and then over the last couple weeks since I've been off, Hurricane after Hurricane after Hurricane. And here we are waiting for this Irma cat was a cat 5 category. Cat is short for category for all you out there who who need a little help. A uh, cat 5 hurricane. I don't I think it it went down to a category 3 earlier, but it's about to submerge. Uh, South Florida, coming up the West Coast into Fort Myers, Naples, Tampa, all that fun stuff. But here we are, you know, so as we go further into this climate thing, the fact that these storms are, are back to back the way they are is a little unusual. Now, Yes, hurricanes have always been around, but these seem to be bigger, much bigger. And this one's interesting because there's actually three right now rocking and rolling. You have Irma, you have Jose following behind, and then you have Katana in the Gulf Coast, in the Gulf of Mexico, hitting, hitting Mexico. Katana. I think it's like Katina. I don't know. It's a K one, you know us selfish Americans. It's hitting Mexico, so of course I don't know the actual name, so I'm calling it Hurricane Katana because it's about to, it's about to samurai up the whole, the whole coast over there, and uh, yeah, it's gonna suck. So we just got off of Hurricane Harvey, which basically pulled a Noah's Ark flood on on the state of Texas in Houston. Flood on, in, of biblical proportions. Uh, that's what got me when I, I speaking about these hurricanes, like I've said before, I have experience with them. Lost a the house in Hurricane Sandy. Uh, went weeks without power in Hurricane Irene. Sandy was definitely far worse. I have some cool videos that I was looking at today of my time in Sandy. And, that was the thing I was talking about. The wind in a hurricane, if you never felt it like yourself actual from the actual storm, not like hundreds of miles away where you just you feel the wind, but it's not the wind. Like, I felt the wind of these hurricanes. It's a very different feeling wind. It's kind of like, you know, sticking your head out of the car at 60 miles per hour. It's an interesting kind of wind, but... The storm surges and the raising, the rising sea levels is really seems to be what's causing the most problems with these storms. Is the flooding, not the actual... The storms are bad, but it's, the flooding seems to be killing everything. Like, even going back to Katrina. Like, where I lived, it wasn't even the, the storm so much in Hurricane Sandy. When I was on the beach of, in Connecticut, it was the actual ocean. The storm surge was just massive. It was like 16 feet higher than normal. And it was all water. And if you've never seen the power of water. Water is pretty powerful. And uh, crazy stuff. It tore the backs off houses. It lifted up like this. Couple thousand pound concrete slab. My front porch. Gone. Just took it. And this seems to be happening more and more. Now. The Florida Keys. They're. They're going to be on the water. I mean, even if you look at these climate models, things with the sea levels, it basically has half of Florida gone anyway. Like the bridge, they, there's just that one bridge that goes out through the Keys. There's parts of it that are going to be gone on the water. The Keys are going to be on the water. Miami Beach floods every day, all year round anyway. And now, the storm's coming. I mean... It's gonna be the lost city of Atlantis. Good thing Justice League's coming out because you're gonna need Aquaman on the job for this stuff. This is really would be a good time for Aquaman to be real. Like, come on, son of Poseidon, come and help everyone with your trident. And of course here in New York, the uh gas prices are already shot up. They're getting they're 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 cashing in already on us, those damn oil companies, those speculators on Wall Street. The, they're already banking in. Cashing the checks. Counting the coin. Counting stacks as they say on the street. And. We'll see what happens after this one. You know what I mean? There was a big old earthquake. In Mexico. Recently. And the interesting thing about this. Is. uh, I want to. No, if there's any connection between that solar eclipse and all these storms and then this earthquake and these wildfires, like ever since that eclipse, it's like the, the North America has just been a disaster zone. Now this recent earthquake in Mexico, um, was an 8.1 magnitude on the Richter scale. That's the scale they used to measure the strength of earthquakes. And that's, I mean, Mexico, talk about it, they They got hit with this massive earthquake, and now they have Hurricane Katana or Katia, whatever it is, coming barreling down, and this eclipse just went by. We've had Hurricane Harvey, now Hurricane Irma back-to-back. Had an eclipse a couple weeks ago. Now, what I said in my last one of my last podcasts about how the last time that this eclipse hit the United States, within a year, Mount St. Helens erupted. It was also the year that Hurricane Allen came through, which has the highest wind speed in uh, recorded history of hurricanes hitting the uh, United States. I believe it was like 195 mile-per-hour winds in Hurricane Allen back in 1979. So, back then you had biggest hurricane winds, massive volcanic eruption, eclipse. I'm sure if I dug deeper, there'd be all kinds of other natural disasters. Now, we just had this eclipse, and bam, California, Oregon, they're like on fire right now, literally. There's just blazing infernos. Ravaging across the landscape, and they, and then you have earthquake and katana hitting Mexico. Harvey wrecking shop in Houston, and now Irma about to tear apart Florida and just submerge half of the Florida plateau because it's a plateau underwater, and people are like trying to evacuate they're stuck in traffic they ran out of gas seriously quick tip if you're ever stuck in traffic and you don't you're not moving at all like there's people stuck in traffic trying to evacuate in florida they ran out of gas i they had to leave their cars on the side of the road turn the car off don't sit there idling the car not moving for four hours i know you need your ac but you need your car more you're not moving you have to save fuel you have to ration your gas just shut the car off roll a window down you might sweat a little it was nighttime anyway but would you rather be a little hot or have to abandon your car on the side of the road because you ran you're pumping AC sitting you're not going anywhere four hours and you ran the tank empty so quick safety tip when you're evacuing if you get caught in a traffic jam, shut the car off until you start moving again and you turn the car back on. Conserve gas. Because gas seems to be like liquid gold in in uh evacuations and natural disasters. So just turn the car off. You know? Kids are being a pain in the ass in the back because they want to listen to the Disney Channel on on the Sirius XM or whatever radio you got going. Tough shit. You know, because you don't want to have it on. You're more worried about the battery dying than you are about running out of gas. So just shut the goddamn car off. Seriously, shut it off. Now, here's the arrogance of man. Again, look, as I'm watching these mass evacuations. All I can think of is what I've been saying. When we continue to live thinking that nature is in our control and not the other way around, we are doomed. For some reason, like I've been saying, humans think they control everything. And then these storms come, and all you can do is evacuate. You run for the hills. Tornadoes come, you don't have much warning, but you hunker down. You know, a volcano erupts, what are you really doing? You're running for your life. Run, scurry. Flee, whichever of those three you like, do it. You know, earthquake happens, you're screwed. These wildfires, you have to evacuate. You, can, you just can't, there's nothing you can do. So explain to me where the control is. Now, it's not there. I mean, when you think about it, we're at the mercy of this planet. And I don't think that sits well with many people. That's probably why a small fraction of people still don't accept that the climate is actually changing on the planet. You know, I don't even engage with them anymore. You know, they're, they're the same kind of people who still think storks bring babies and that the Earth is flat. They're basically in that group. They're six thousand years old people. It's just if they don't want to accept it because of their you know loyalty to a political party—that's that's on them. That's—I mean, you have Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh on on his show all week, saying how Irma was a liberal hoax, like this st- saying this storm was a liberal hoax. So the irony of it is a Category Five liberal hoax is about to destroy his house in Florida. So much for the hoax, Rush. That's dangerous to have people on on the air like that telling other people that, you know, this is all just a big liberal hoax. And it's a world hoax at this point then, at that point, because the entire world is actually on board with it. So it's not just a liberal hoax. I mean, you have communists who believe in it. You have every single modernized country in the world who's on board with it except for a small fraction of the United States government and probably Putin. And of course, small people who are against it are the ones who loved Putin in the shirtless picture. I mean, the dude's a five foot four midget, not very intimidating. It's a pussy. You know, he's like, He's like uh, those guys, you know. They try to act tough because they think they're, you know, they have these spy agencies and these militaries backing them up. They're basically like the the pussy in the bar who's running his mouth and then hiding behind his big friends when the fight actually happens. But it's it's kind it's kind of ir- ironic that you know the liberal hoax is now barreling down on on Russia Russia's house. Like, if you want to play politics with this, that's fine. You know like I said, that's the Democrats fault for for the way they they approach this whole thing. But the whole term "global warming," like the word "global's in there, you know, it's not an American thing, so it's not even left versus right, even though that's how people see everything in, in this country, and it's the most idiotic, moronic thing I've ever seen in my life. Like if you're walking around and you absolutely identify with either of these two asinine crazy crazy, uh, ideologies I mean I, I don't know what to tell you and social media doesn't help it's a total cesspool and you can always tell the guy on there who's just running his mouth but you look at his profile he's got no profile picture he's got no other pictures on it it's all like anime pictures of like cartoon, weird cartoons and then memes of course the memes are there There's not a single picture of the individual himself. He's got like 89 friends. And the problem is he's running. They they love to comment on Facebook because in in their personal life, no one really gives a shit or listens to him or takes him serious. So then they get on there and they start telling other people how stupid they are. And other people talk back how stupid they are. And everyone's just stupid. Meanwhile, you have these massive storms barreling down. And that's the whole thing. What are you going to do about it? Now, look at what I said in my last podcast. You guys can fight over taxing and going vegan and uh, riding bicycles and all that fun stuff. But it's high time that we start preparing to live in a world where these things are happening. Like, look what's happening in Texas. Look what's about to happen in Florida. All right, taxing carbon emissions... Is not going to do anything to help these people in these areas. All right. If if you're looking down the road. All right. You can debate that to your blue in the face. But I'm looking at what's right in front of my face. And we need to start building. Our infrastructure. To withstand. These kinds of events. Which no one seems to want to do. They just want to fight back and forth. Call the liberal hoax. Call them. Uh knuckle-draggers, science deniers. I mean, President, you know, idiot, takes it to a whole new level. Like, his his war on science is amazing, the people he's appointing, and, and his desire to rape the natural world. He's even making oil companies and gas companies be like, wow, this guy's out of his mind. Like, when, when oil and gas companies think you're kind of going too far... You've really gone over the deep end. But, you know, he's got his 35% base, so he'll keep doing what he's doing. But it's relevant. Like, I, I could care less about this guy. It's irrelevant. You know, The it's like Ronald Reagan said, the scariest words in the world are, we're from the government. And we're here to help. We need to stop depending on our government. To try to fix any of this stuff because they don't do it. It's like what I've been saying with create the disease, sell the cure. They're not going to fix anything, they're going to fight over it because without these issues that they've been fighting over for decades, they would have nothing to run their campaigns on. If they fixed everything, there'd be nothing to campaign on. So instead, you get education, you get, uh, I mean, you have to t- tweak that stuff and, and move on with it. And like evolve with it. But for the most part, like you're still fighting over health care. Can't figure it out. It's been decades. Tax reform. Can't figure it out. It's been decades. I mean, the last time they did any kind of serious tax reform was what? 86 or 87 on the Reagan. And it was uh it was a bipartisan thing. Something that doesn't happen now. Now we just we're governed by executive order. It just doesn't happen. They're just going to keep fighting over it. And then you have the crazy people who just have picked a side and that's it. And now those people are are on the side of climate, not changing. Here's the thing. The climate's changing. You want to fight about what's changing it, go ahead. It's changing. It's clearly has changed. You know, and it's not changing for the better. So we need to start preparing to deal with this because you're about to have the state of Florida underwater. The state of Miami Beach, like I said, floods every day. All right, when high tide comes in, the streets in Miami Beach, South Beach, all that. There's parts of the cities that flood. So now what happens when high tide comes in and there's a storm surge and a major hurricane barreling, it's going to be underwater. And you're going to have another massive flood. Like the floods are what is really causing the most damage in these storms. It's not the wind. You know, it's not not rain it's flooding well, i mean the rain adds to it but it's the ocean and the storm surge sorry i <laughs> i got stuck there for a minute it's the ocean and the storm surge that is really causing a lot of problems that's what happened to katrina It's what happened in sandy It's what happened in harvey It's what's going to happen with irma it's what's going to keep happening. So we need to what? Do what? How do we fix this? The army engineers building bigger um, levees. What do they call those things on the beach? Dunes, dunes. <laughs> but the, the, when they do it, they're they're not even calculating the right calculations. Like they're so we're so far past where where their calculations are. We need to start pulling back from the coasts a little you know or building seawalls it's probably time to start really investing in some seawalls you know as sad as that is but as the as the water in the ocean gets warmer not only does more carbon get released naturally but these storms gain more power All right that's what they're feeding off of it's the it's the phases of water you know the three phases of water solid vapor Liquid, you know, the whole thing. I hope I'm not telling anyone anything new here, but, and it's the whole cycle. It gets evaporated from the ocean, right? Vapor comes back down. What is that? Liquid. And it freezes, solid, melts, liquid. There's your cycle, becomes snow. Or glaciers that have been frozen for a thousand years are falling apart, you know. But people like to argue about sea ice. Anyway, it's high time to start building some cool stuff. Right, Build those bubble underwater worlds like the Gungans and, and Phantom Menace. They had the big domes underwater. You know, we want to explore the cosmos. We should start building some underwater cities. That's one way to deal with rising oceans one way to deal with massive storms just have a bunch of dome bubble cities on the seafloor on the bottom you know it'd be a good time who wouldn't want to live in an underwater city I'd at least visit I'd go there a lot it'd be a good time hanging out in a bubble world and you'd be in a whole different it'd be like being on a different planet it'd be the ultimate vacation you know when they say you gotta get away Oh, oh I need to get away let's go to the bubble city All right, awesome totally getting away. You can drive around in submarines you know just zipping around zipping around the abyss but we could start building some underwater cities or start making our cities on land ready to be underwater. They don't though. They are not. How are you not prepared still for the floods and and for these storms? You know because you're busy fighting over who's causing climate change, and you're not ready for it. You know, you should have learned from Katrina. You should have learned from Sandy. You nobody did. They didn't do anything. All right. They can say they did anything, but clearly they didn't because it's not working. And are they going to learn from Harvey? Are they going to learn from Irma? No, they won't. They'll just argue over over it being a a Category Five liberal hoax. And we'll get nothing nothing accomplished. Insurance companies are going to be paying out the ass. Premiums is going to go up. There's going to be conch. people will get rich off of it. People will go broke off of it. And, you know, it's going to be another American tragedy that we'll forget about within a month or two because that's what Americans do or people in general. We forget real quick. You know, all that kindness when you looked at Harvey, it was actually pretty amazing. As devastating as that storm was and the floods were to actually see Americans in, in unity, just working together in a humane way. I mean, it, it was a glimpse into what the greatness of humanity is. It's too bad, but we don't embrace it. We we have the ability to be an amazing species. And watching, again, how everyone came together for, for Harvey, Harvey Relief just shows you the, the the amazing potential of the human race and how we are compassionate towards each other. But that goes right away. It's going to be gone within a couple weeks. We'll be compassionate about Irma. And then we'll be moved on. And then we'll be back to, you know, the same old, same old, you know. You kind of had a little break real quick. Like, the Harvey feel-good story ended real quick with DACA. And now we'll have the Irma feel-good story after the tragedy. And then President Douchebag Von Fluckface will do something else. And... It'll be gone. Like we, we just cannot seem to consistently embrace the best parts of our humanity. We like to live in and bask in the worst parts of our humanity. And they really need to get together. They form a commission, a bipartisan commission. On, they wanted. They keep talking about doing infrastructure, and that's great. We need roads, hospitals, airports, all that stuff. Totally need it. Bridges, totally. But it's time to start, you know, building our infrastructure for for the climate that we're living in. You know, it's here. It's time to deal with it. You know, enough with with fighting over carbon taxing. Come up with something good. Get really go get behind the hydrogen fuel, and let's do it. You know, let's re- commit to it. Definitely do all that. Definitely commit to the to the to new alternative energies. Find it. It's time. I mean, even on the time scale of humanity, it's time for a new fuel source. I mean, we didn't stick with steam engine for long. You know, we switched to the combustion engine. It, it's time for the new one. It's been it's been way too long since we've had innovation in engines. It's just time. Climate change or not, it, it's time for the new technology of an engine. You know, we need we need new engines. We need to find better ways to power our houses, our homes. We are just electricity whores in america so it's kind of hard for an american to lecture other countries on on you know energy use when we're just energy whores we're the kings of leaving lights on you know one of my good friends the scoff big climate change guy he's a big soapbox guy but if you go to his house out of all my other friends he's the guy with the most electron the most things on all the time he doesn't shut anything off He's probably had the light on in his garage for the last year and a half and didn't even realize he's been running. It won't shut off until the light bulb blows out. He'll have that garage light on until the light bulb goes. And, you know, my other skeptical friends on on the climate thing, they don't, they turn every light off. They're actually probably more green in their lives than he is in his. So it's an interesting little dynamic there. But uh, yeah, they're probably more green. Well, one of them isn't because he's just, he's probably in between like he always is. But the, the two that we have, Scoff and, and the Tennis King, who are on the opposite sides of that spectrum. Uh, tennis King, Jimmy K01 probably uses, a, he probably uses, his, Scoff probably uses more electricity in a month than this guy, than the tennis guy uses in a year well probably not but i'd probably go six months to a year so i mean it's great if you want to lecture people and and you're for it i'm that's awesome but don't don't like talk about it unless you're going to put some action behind it because that's what a lot that's that's probably the number one thing that bothers people about the so-called liberals the left is all they do is complain about stuff and they never really do anything about it except for just get angry And, you know, the other side's like, that's basically what politics is in America. Just people complain about shit and nobody doing anything. On every side. Every side. Nobody stands by what they're saying. But that's my point. It's time. It's time. It's time. To build a new America. To build a new world. Ready to survive in our changing climate. I'm telling you, I think the bubble city is a good way to go. Um, instead of a carbon tax, I think population control is a way better tool. I mean, we're at, what, 7 billion people? We're headed to like 10 billion in a couple of years. Like, we in 1995, I think there was 5 billion people on the planet. And now there's 7 billion. So in, what, 20 years, we added 2 billion people. We, we almost added half of the world's population ever in, in just 20 years. So we, we need to really people stop with making the, making the romance, making the sex, making the intimacy. So when, when you're with, you know, your partner making the intimacy, making the romance, you know, take steps not to make the baby, keep the baby out of the romance because there's too many people on this planet. There's way too many people on this planet. And if you really want to cut carbon emissions, if we could cut the population down, we'd have no problem. We could all just drive tanks all day. You know, if there was only a couple billion people on the planet right now, instead of seven, say there was only four billion. Instead of seven, it's three billion pointless people taking up space, throwing emissions into the into the atmosphere. We could all be driving wherever we want. We could drive 18 wheelers to work every day, just spewing black crap out of the, out of the exhaust pipes because there's just less of us here. We drive whatever we want. So I don't think they'll ever get into population control. So with that off the table, the only other thing we can do is to start building our infrastructure and making our lives adjusted to the climate we're about to live in. Like, But that's the thing. We think that we're going to adjust the climate to us we think if we tax carbon, if we cut emissions, we'll we'll bring the the, the climate of the earth, we'll bring nature back to us. But it's not going to happen. We need to go to nature. right? We need to adjust to what nature's doing. Nature doesn't need to adjust what we're doing. And that's really the key to this whole thing. And the arrogance of man. Arrogance of man thinking that nature's in his control and not the other way around. And until we start accepting and dealing with the fact that we cannot control the planet. We are just going to perish. These things are going to keep happening and we're just going to be left with our pants down. So it's time to change. And I don't mean change, you know, what you're driving and eating. I mean, that's all good. Go for it. Do it. I mean, it is positive. It would help. And you'd probably live a healthier life if you change your diet and all that other stuff. But cutting carbon, cutting emissions, even if it has a long-term effect, it's not going to help us in, 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 in the present. It's not going to help us 10 years from now. So we need to start worrying about that also. Now, you can fight to your blue in the face what the Earth's going to look like 100 years from now, but there's not going to be us here 100 years from now if we don't start adapting, evolving. Evolution, and you would think liberals would would be on board with that because they love evolution, but they don't want to seem to evolve in the proper ways. They want to evolve how they want people to evolve, not how people need to evolve. You know, we need to start adjusting to nature. Nature is not going to adjust to us. All right, it's not like we're just going to cut emissions and nature's going to be like, okay, that's good. I like that. All right, I'll start cooling it down for you now. No problem. I mean, the planet is probably so pissed off at us at the moment that this is all it selecting us for extinction which is i think is a po- very big possibility and again people don't want to hear that but so that's my whole point on population control either we control the population or nature's going to do it for us one way or the other one way or the other the human race our population is going to get dealt with very soon so if we want control like we seem to think we have in love then let's take it upon ourselves you know I would like to see someone walk into the United States Senate or Congress with just a big plan on how to control the population. And I don't mean like allowing people so many kids to have, that's not going to do anything. All right. We need to start causing some deaths, you know, we need to start taking out and we could, we could be productive at the same time. We could start ridding ourselves of allergies, you know, peanut allergies, shellfish, all that. Just start feeding that to everyone and who dies dies. Sad. I hate to see it go. (coughs) But you're taking one for the team. You're taking one for the human race. All right. There'd be less population, less emissions, climate gets better, better atmosphere, and we become stronger as a species because now we don't have those allergy weaknesses in our DNA anymore. They've basically been killed out of our DNA and they just go away. There's no more people allergic to anything. So that's one way to do it, you know. We could start like sinking cruise ships and blowing up r- and like resorts and stuff. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of sucks because you're on vacation, you want to have a good time, you don't really want the ship to sink. Plus, there's only like 3,000 people on those, it would take way too many cruise ships and stuff like that to sink. So, I don't know if that's a good idea, but I think the allergy thing I'm on to something like peanuts and shellfish and stuff like that, and like gluten. Can we just get rid of the gluten-free people? That would be awesome. I don't think anyone outside the gluten-free community would care if we rid the world of gluten-free people. All right? It's in your mind. Yeah, I'm sure there's something there, but for the most part, just stop at the gluten. When I was a kid, no one was gluten intolerant. No one was, you know, we were allowed to have peanut butter and jelly in school. Now you can't even walk into a school with peanuts in any form. Kids can't bring PB&J to school. That sucks. You can't even have peanuts in school now. They're banned, outlawed, gone because kids can die. Well, when did that start? Let's take out these people, help the earth at the same time, right? We reduce emissions, population control, and we evolve out of allergies, awesome. We're a stronger race and a healthier planet. I don't know. Think about it. I'm going to get up out of here. I just want to do a real quick show, pop it on next week. I got a good one coming. All right. We're going to go into the Unabomber manifesto, which is all about technology and our future and the destruction of the human race and how we become slaves to our technology and what Ted Kaczynski was actually up to. He definitely went about it wrong, but this was a super smart guy. And his, his, if you've read his manifesto, wow, it's amazing stuff. And you can totally see it in the world today. He just kind of went about it wrong. So that's next week. Industrial Society and the Future. <clears throat> so that's next week. Industrial Society the and the Future. The Unabomber Manifesto. The Arrogance of Man. And Artificial Intelligence. See? Coming back around, good old Unabomber manifesto into artificial intelligence, taking off for the new fall, winter, spring year of the Joey P project. We're also looking, we're in the works of going to some, photo- so we're going to start going on location with some video and photography coming up. I mean, winter might be a little slow, but that's the shot in the spring. Uh, we're going to st- starting up with some investors, looking for investors, getting the investments going, taking the JEP project to the next level. Probably start a Kickstarter, that whole thing. You know, you always want to do stuff on your own, but nothing gets done without investors. It's just a pill that I have to swallow. I'm going to have to get into that whole thing. So we're going to be starting up the Kickstarter campaign, crowdfund and finding some investors to really take the Joey project to the next level. Because really what I want to do, what really needs to be done is people need to start seeing things they want to see, talking about things they want to talk about, and seeing it through a lens that's not filtered by any of the major corporations that own all of our media and news outlets. So that's what we're doing while continuing our adventure into the human condition and why people are so stupid and so crazy and why they like to fight with each other. Telling you, population control, food allergies. Get them out of here. Save the planet. Right? Alright, so don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Internet Radio, and Google Play Music. And go, you know, follow along on the Twitter and on the Book of Faces. And until next time, remember Peanut Allergies, Population Control, Joey P project, cutting edge. Everyone, good luck in the hurricane infected areas affected areas you know do what humans do run scurry flee because whether you like it or not we are not in control nature is later